Hi, Bother Brigade. Here's what's bothering me today. I guess we need to talk about the alleged FSB whistleblower. So, a couple things. Um, the main article that people are sharing is from the Times over in Britain. And Britain has a lot of weird ties to Russia, and that's honestly a whole subject for another time. I want to talk about what everyone else is talking about, which is the alleged leak. Now, I say alleged because we don't actually know if this is a psyop or if it is actually legitimately someone from the FSB. However, that Times article is often behind paywalls. So what I'm sharing is someone named Igor Sushko's own personal translation of that document. Now, Igor Sushko, uh, you can see that like he's been on Facebook. He's also on Twitter. Um, and he had like a whole thread back at the very start of March about, oh, the West needs to intervene. So what I'm saying here is take everything with a grain of salt. So again, I am going to provide his translated copy of the statement down below because it's a decent amount of reading and I don't want to just kind of chop it up and go like bit by bit. We're not going to do that here today, but I want to talk about what the core of it is saying and also what people's reactions have been. So the core of the actual document, which again, you can see down below, that is basically saying that uh, the FSB, again, allegedly, really didn't have any idea what was going on because they were given a bunch of false information and hypotheticals. So when suddenly Russia was at war, they were like, wait, no, what? We didn't actually like plan for this because you gave us stuff like for a meteor strike, right? So they're trying to kind of deal with chaos. That's the core message is that everything is chaos. No one really knows what they're doing. The Russians have been bogged down. They recognize that like, there's no way we can fundamentally win this war now. Like, why do we even do this in the first place? It seems like, again, allegedly Russia definitely misstepped here and they're not going to win this, which means someone not Putin necessarily because Putin has very much been isolated. He's hiding out in his bunker in the Urals. Uh, who knows how many people are willing to die for him. But there's still, you know, a group of people who could potentially decide yay or nay about sending even just a single nuke, like on Kiev or something, to send a message, right? And so with lots of other people, including Joe Manchin, the American bastard senator from West Virginia, uh, he was saying, I think yesterday... Oh, well, you know, no options off the table, right? So lots of people are talking about nukes and it's like, oh, Putin's going to be desperate. And look, there's a potential chance for a nuclear strike. How likely is it? Still pretty unlikely. So let's keep that in mind and not get, you know, quite to, you know, Cuban Missile Crisis. Like we're not quite there yet, but it's still concerning that people are entertaining these notions. And so, again, the core of that statement of the leak, of whatever you want to call it, is that Russia doesn't really know what it's doing because they didn't give people full proper information because they were being very cagey about details. And so now behind the scenes, allegedly, it's all just chaos. And as we've seen just with how the war has progressed, certainly seems like that can be corroborated to a certain extent. So the next part that we have to look at is what everyone is saying in response to this. 
Now, as I mentioned earlier, um, this Igor Sushko guy, he had like a whole Twitter thread talking about how, you know, this is the West's chance to really pressure Russia and get them to be like a true democracy because the sanctions, as I pointed out before, are overwhelming. And so I'm wondering if maybe this is the play where the West tries to fundamentally break Russia as like some kind of global influential power. And I don't know if that necessarily means they want to welcome them into the West, or they just want to subjugate them. It's unclear, right? Because the biggest mistake from the 90s was not actually integrating Russia and the rest of the former Soviet Union into the Western sphere. But that's, again, a subject for another time. But the general reaction to this alleged leak right now has been a lot of people seemingly concerned about a potential for nuclear conflict or even just a limited nuclear exchange and also people thinking oh geez you know Putin's gonna press the button there's more than one person who presses the button and this still is like we don't know for certain if this is true or not because things are very fluid we are seeing propaganda from both sides it's part of what makes this whole situation very murky so what I want people to take away from this, whether they put a lot of stock into the alleged leak and Russia's handling of the invasion of Ukraine, the core things to remember are what I mentioned like however many videos ago now. Like I think I even made like a playlist about the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Basically, Ukraine is necessary for Russia's like own geostrategic interests not to say that it's right to basically lay claim and ownership over an entirely other sovereign nation but just in the eyes of like the russian intelligentsia and the state crafters there it's a crucial link for them so with that in mind one has to think about what is and isn't acceptable for them in terms of cutting their losses getting some kind of compromise or doing a scorched earth policy as it were so keep that in mind and that will help inform where Russia's likely going to head next, be it like a nuclear option or not. As I've said before, they could easily do like the whole turn off the gas pipes to Europe. There are lots of different things that Russia could do in retaliation, including like cyber attacks and whatnot. So Russia still has other tools at its disposal before it goes for the big shiny proverbial red button. And on the other side of this, in terms of the FSB like document, and again, I encourage everyone to read it because it's actually a very fascinating read, whether it's entirely true or not, because it shows just how like paranoid and sheltered and dysfunctional the Russian state may potentially be. And it would also go a long way to explaining the current situation and quagmire where it seems like they didn't really know what they were doing when they decided to recognize the separatist republics and then move in and just invade all of Ukraine. So does this mean nuclear war? Probably not, but people should take this and add it to a growing, hopeful, you know, informed awareness about the situation and then take that and make your own informed analysis from that. So with that, my informed analysis is that Russia overstepped and that they've 
been very much uh, ignorant about their own problems and shortcomings, which is how they've gotten bogged down, even though technically on paper they have far greater military strength. And it's also why we're seeing what seems like a desperation, if you want to call it that, on the part of the Russians. So they've upped the ante with uh, weaponry, shelling, things like that. But their supply lines are still terrible. So the fundamental problems are still there and not going to be addressed anytime soon. Which means other ways, because of all the like sanctions that have been happening on Russia, that means Russia now has to do something else to kind of hit back. So that's why we may see in the next few weeks the turning off of the gas pipes, which means get ready for more gas price increases. And it could also be a case of cyber attacks. We're not entirely sure when or where, but that's kind of the likely next step. So continued unfortunate suffering for civilians in Ukraine and potential economic and cyber attacks on Europe and the rest of the West by Russian actors in the near future. So you don't need the iodine pills just yet, but it's still really ridiculous that it's an option that's even on the table and that people either in Russia or outside of Russia are encouraging and suggesting. I'm sorry, but the petty whims of Russia and the West of trying to like one-up each other is not worth global annihilation in a nuclear war. And the fact that some people are seriously entertaining that idea and even worse are okay with that idea is definitely what's bothering me today.